Hello everyone! Hi friends! Welcome to the final episode of season one for catching up with J&K. We did it, Jonah. I know, we did it! First season down! <laughs> um, in this episode, we are going to talk about 10 things that we would tell our teenage self. Mm-hmm. Um, these are 10 things that we wish that we knew when we were in our teenage years. Just... Because when we were teenagers, both Karen and I thought that, you know, this is the end of the world. Like, there's so many things going on, but really, it's totally okay. And there's so much ahead of you. And these are not in particular order. So my first advice um, is that it's okay that things don't go as planned. Mm -hmm. (laughs) As some of you know, I am a huge planner, um, especially when I was in high school, applying for those college applications not getting into the colleges that I really wanted to go to, that really put me down a lot. I felt like I was such a failure. I had failed my parents. There were so many things that I had planned to do at the college that I really wanted to attend. But when I got rejected, I just felt like it was the end of the world. Mm -hmm. When really, I'm so glad I didn't go to that school. Like, I feel like I have learned so much and I've gone through a lot of things and have learned a lot of things that I don't think, I don't know, maybe I would have learned if I had gone to that university, but honestly, I wouldn't have changed anything that I've done. And plus, I ended up going to a school that I really loved and I met so many amazing people there that I would never, ever change. The first one that I have is stay true to yourself. Stop trying to please everyone and stop trying to justify the actions of others just to remain friends. Mm -hmm. And this ties back to the friendship episode. And just, I've just been, you know, really been evaluating my friendships and the quality of friends that I've had over the years. And I, and I thought, wow, like I remember being a teenager and trying so hard to impress people just because I wanted to fit into their social group. And for the most part, I did. But they weren't friend quality friends. It was just like, a, oh, okay, like people would see me think, oh, okay, she's cool or whatever. And that was about it. So like I, I was constantly just trying to to impress people. And now that I look back at it, like for the most part, I think I'm grateful because I've had really good friends um, that have been friends with me since high school. The only person you have to please is yourself. Like, if you are happy and if you want to hang out with people who make you feel happy or you value their friendships and they value you and your time, then that's the only thing that matters, not quantity of friends. I agree. Um, So another thing on my list was learn to say no. Because when I was in high school, since I was such a people pleaser, I never really said no. I would always reword the things I would say to basically mean no, but in a nicer way when really it's okay to just say no. And it's honestly probably better that you just say no instead of leading someone on or assuming that that person actually looks good in that outfit when really, no, they look terrible or something like that. Like not terrible, but whatever. That's just an example. I feel like I couldn't really say no until, yeah, like, into the middle of my college years like mm-hmm. even after I took those gap years I feel like it's it's so hard for me to still say no now because I am worried about what other people 
think and their feelings when honestly I should start to care about me myself first mm-hmm. so it's okay to say no and if someone gets mad at you for saying no then that person probably doesn't have the best your best interest at heart yeah uh the second one on my list is to be confident and the way that you talk down about yourself is the way that others will treat you so chin up and just and um keep your eyes up stop looking down um I noticed in one of my relationships that uh well well, let me just preface this by saying that I can be very self-deprecating and for me it's almost cathartic to be self-deprecating it's how I deal with maybe not feeling good enough um it's just it but I've noticed that when you share these thoughts with the wrong people they get the wrong idea about you and so they treat you the way you treat yourself um you know and what you say uh, out loud and this was evident in college if I said something about myself then people would assume it you know maybe I was a coward maybe I was um not good enough maybe I wasn't smart enough but it's not that I wasn't it's just that I made myself seem that way um and I started to just like create by doing that I felt like I was creating a bad rap for myself and in reality I actually was good enough and I was smart enough I just I just didn't feel that way and other people sort of abused that and and um they see you in that way so yeah I agree with that like for me at least in that context I felt like sometimes I would make another person feel better by putting myself down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And honestly, you do not have to do that. For anyone who's listening, you do not have to put yourself down to make another person feel better. If that person feels bad about your accomplishments, then they also don't have your best interests at heart. Mm -hmm. Because it's okay to be popping. It's okay to be confident. (laughs) And it's okay to, to have accomplishments or successes that maybe your friends don't see or don't have right now so you don't have to bring yourself down to make them feel better and even if you don't have any big accomplishments um, or you've achieved anything major don't tell people that you're not worthy yeah anyways Mm -hmm. yeah don't put that negative energy about yourself out there exactly yeah it's best to just not say anything at all right and then you sometimes start to believe it because that's what happened to me like when I didn't get into these AP classes or whatever like when I was in high school I would say oh I'm just not smart enough like I hate this I hate history and then or whatever I hate this class and something like that and then it would actually turn out that way when really like those classes I kind of actually enjoyed. I just put that in my mind that I was, I just put that in my mind that I didn't like the class or that I wasn't smart enough in this class or that this teacher was, you know, such a bad teacher or whatever. Like, I just put those thoughts in my head when... They weren't true. Exactly. When yeah. exactly they weren't true, yeah. Yeah, I, wow. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head with that one. <laughs> yes, yes. Because once he starts putting that negative energy you start manifesting it right and that even carries on to your 20s and I think honestly Mm -hmm. throughout your life there's always going to be something that you feel that you're not good enough in or that you're not confident in and that's okay because you're not going to be good at everything Mm -hmm. but as long as you're trying and putting the practice and also not self-deprecating yeah yourself like or not putting yourself down I feel like it's 
the most important thing. What else, Jonah? What's on your list? So the third thing that I have is that nobody cares that much. And what I mean by that is that no one cares that your social media isn't, you know, the greatest thing out there. No one cares that you don't have that many likes or that many comments or that many retweets. No one cares that much that you don't have the latest clothes or you're not in trend or don't know about these certain types of programs or tech or apps or anything like that or don't have the latest phones like no one cares that much and I I remember specifically in high school I was so I uh, I had such low self-esteem because I always felt that I was being watched yeah you know and like really no one cares like yeah especially now that we're older man nobody cares that what you did in high school or that thing that you said or or not what you said of course you know be mindful about what you say but no one cares that my Facebook was didn't have that many photos or that didn't have photos with other people or that I didn't have a lot of comments mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, no one cares that much. So, like, if you want to do something, just do it. If you want to post that picture, just do it. Who cares about how many likes you have or whatever? Because as long as you do it for you, then that's the only thing that matters. And I feel like that took me so long to realize and to actually practice because I was so – I had so – such low self-esteem that I didn't want to do anything, especially on, like for me, it's mainly on social media. Um, and also I guess for like pep rallies or whatever, like no one really cares that much about what you wear because they're probably worrying about themselves. Yeah. That's so, you know? Yeah. And trust me, like they, there's always going to be something else that another person is worrying about, whether it's their selves or their own social media or their own, like homework or whatever, whatever people in high school like really stress about. And don't get me wrong, like there are a lot of things that people should care about, but I'm just talking about in the context of of being confident. Don't be so self-conscious because you think that other people are watching you or whatever, and that prevents you from doing what you really want to do. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head again. <laughs> um, I wore... Uh, although I went to public school for almost all my life, uh, I wore uniforms to school and, you know, with uniforms, you're told what to wear. So, you know, when you're a kid or when you're a teenager, you try to find ways to style that uniform to match your own personality or find any little thing that you can't control, like maybe the socks or the, 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 anything, any accessories on your hair. Um, so I was, (laughs) I would wear maybe the same skirt twice and I was like, Mm. oh my gosh, everyone can tell. Oh my gosh, that cute boy that's sitting next to me, he could smell Mm. it's it's the same skirt and I'm just like, or it's like the same hairstyle. Oh my gosh. I used to wear the same hairstyle and I was like, oh my gosh. And someone noticed actually, and I was mortified. So then I had to switch it up, <laughs> but I wasn't sure how. But but I just kept thinking, wow, people are noticing me. People are really, like, thinking. And I thought that that's just how they spend, spend their time. But, no, I'm pretty sure that person that didn't notice was, like, like, a quick thing. And then, you know, they went into whatever thoughts were in their own little head. So, yeah, just no one really cares. Just right. stop taking up mental space on what you think other people are thinking. Exactly. It's, yeah. It's not it's not necessary. Right. And also like everyone is going through something. 
that other person could be going through something that we don't know. And they honestly probably don't care that much about what you're wearing or how many <laughs> likes you have. Yeah. So definitely do do what you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> so the other piece of, of advice I would give my teenage self, and this is more relevant to 90s kids because I don't think the next generation of kids do this, and that's watching TV. Um, so I loved watching TV growing up, and I wish I could tell myself to stop having tea or stop relying on TV to teach me, you know, about fulfillment and what that means. Because true fulfillment doesn't come from material things. It doesn't come from people pleasing. Mm-hmm. It comes from gratitude and um, presence. And like for example, um, <laughs> I used to love watching the show My Super Sweet Sixteen. Oh yeah. And I loved seeing the super uh, over the top sixteen uh, birthday parties. Um, is in particular the quinceañeras that they would uh, show. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I am going to be happy if I have a big party like mm-hmm. that. I'm going to be happy if I have fireworks and um, uh, any, like, or a circus, you know, parading down the, the, the street. And that's what I thought, like, was true happiness. So then I begged my parents for a big quinceañera. And they couldn't afford something so major and like so over the top and I was like no like I want it this way and I want it that way and they had to like snap me out of that fantasy of um and it was just they were they weren't bad fantasies they were just unrealistic Mm -hmm. and it was because I was a teenager and I didn't understand that in order to for me to do certain things I needed to have money (laughs) So um, I wish I could go back in time and say, you know what, you don't need to go, you don't need to have a big celebration of things, and yet you can have it in your backyard. Yeah. Like now as an adult and um, being a far more minimalistic, I'm like, you know what, I'm, I'm content with something small and intimate and personal yes. versus something huge. And just, I guess it's just temp, like not temporary, but like, yeah, temporary, I guess. Yeah, not everything that you see on TV is what's going to happen for you. You know, a TV is seriously, it's a business, you know, like <laughs> they they hire people to, or they hire people or they cast people that would make them money. Right. And they, or they make shows that would make them money. So, or if they were able to get something on the show, there was probably a partnership with that brand or company. Exactly. I couldn't get the Cirque du Soleil because I, yeah. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel you. No, I totally feel you. So another thing that I had on my list was actually learn something for the sake of learning it. When I was in high school, I would only learn things to get A's on test. Mm-hmm. And that knowledge would not stay in my head. The next year, I wouldn't even remember what I learned in chemistry or bio or physics or whatever. I wouldn't retain it because I just learned it for the sake of the test. When really I should have actually engaged and learned it because there's so many things in college that they refer to 
that I feel like it would have just been easier if I had just learned it the first time. And then I had to go back and relearn it again in college yeah. on my own time when it's like, man, if I had really just been disciplined in high school and stayed engaged, I wouldn't have to be doing this shit twice mm-hmm. in, in terms of like learning the basics again in college to pass my college level t- uh, class, you know, like, oh, it's so college is not cheap. If you're planning to go to college, you want to make sure you utilize your time wisely. And that means not relearning things that you learned in high school. Oh, my gosh. I can give you a perfect example of that. Like, I we I graduated college with my friends and um, we went to this amusement park. And as soon as we got out the ride, uh, we were talking about just like how we were being pushed and pulled on the roller coaster. And my friends were brilliant and smart. <laughs> they immediately started talking about inertia and Newton's law and all that. And I was like, wait a minute, wait, wait, one minute. Like I learned about this, yeah. but I TBT. didn't retain it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. Like, so I wish I could have um, just like consumed and really retained that information yeah and there are times where like uh, I'm sorry no no no, go ahead go ahead because you can apply them after graduating high school um and you think that oh like oh I'm not gonna need this in the future when in fact you will Mm -hmm. exactly exactly like there are times in my adult life where I'm like man I learned this in bio like what is it like what are those chemicals that I shouldn't be putting together to create a deadly chemical reaction? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Tying oh. in with uh, education, my the next lesson that I've learned is to stop procrastinating. Yeah, yeah. This has always been my Achilles heel, um, even before high school, definitely in elementary school. I remember having this class project where we had to read a book. And I think it was called Literacy Day instead of Halloween. So we dressed up as the main character or any character in the book that we were reading. I didn't read a book. <laughs> and so I had to quickly come up with a story that maybe I read some time ago. And then on that last day, I remember telling mom, oh, by the way, mom, I have a school project due tomorrow. We need to go to Kmart. And it's like eight o'clock at night. And then she's giving me a mouthful mm-hmm. <laughs> because she's upset that I waited until the last minute. So stop procrastinating. Um, if you want to retain the information, make sure to study the information two weeks in advance and gradually. So not everything at once. Mm-hmm. And so that you're not putting all this pressure on yourself to remember so much information and then risk losing all of that information the next day or the next hour that you need it. Yeah. So stop procrastinating. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That is something that I have struggled with. Like, yeah, I'm a planner, but I planned <laughs> on procrastinating. You know, like, it was so bad. Like, not even in, like, an academic like, setting, but also, like, in everyday life. Like, doing laundry, doing chores, or, like, picking up groceries or whatever. I would always wait to the last minute. Or even getting gas. I would wait until, like, freaking 9 p.m. And I'm like, oh, wait, I need to get gas for tomorrow morning. Should I wait till tomorrow morning? Really? I was say, I, I waited until the next day. I don't like it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I should have just got it on the way going home. Mm-hmm. Like... Or I should have filled up my Metro card right then and there instead of waiting. Um, yeah, don't procrastinate as much as possible. Don't procrastinate if you can. 
just do it at the moment because you're gonna if you don't want to do it now you definitely don't want to do it later yeah so just get it over with that is the mindset that I've created for myself now as an adult I think oh if this can get done in 60 seconds let me just do it now exactly yeah Yeah. I think that's like the two minute rule or whatever it could be the uh, it's like different everywhere but I've heard of it as a two minute rule if you can do it in two minutes or less just do it now just do it and although I hate it and it's something that I don't want to do I'm going to appreciate having it done now rather than the next day and the main one is pumping gas yes and that's something that I'm really um, I'm really glad that I've implemented that in my adulthood because I'm not waiting until the next morning to pump gas on my way to work oh I hate that so much I dread it um, so I usually, after work, just get in the car, go to the gas station, and get it done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the next advice that I'll give is that it's okay to invest in something. Mm-hmm. I was always worried about my parents' financial state, that I was really worried about the after-school activities or summer programs. Um, And I know this is something that is not taken lightly and it's definitely not the case for everybody. So this might be coming from a state of privilege and I definitely recognize that, but it's okay to invest in something if you really want it. Um, There were a lot of times in school, especially where I really wanted to do a program over the summer or to, I guess, just further myself, the academic setting or in my own personal life, but I was worried about how much money it cost and then ended up doing it in a cheaper way, but the quality really sucks. Mm -hmm. And then that really was not beneficial for me at all. And I know quality and quantity, that could be subjective for other people. But for me, um, looking back at it now, I wish I just had invested myself in doing something or or putting money aside to do stuff that I actually wanted to do instead of be so cheap. Like there were instances where I look back and there were summer programs that I wanted to do but didn't do them because they cost money. And what I really should have done was look into the scholarships that they provided or find a way to make it work or save up money Or just ask my parents if it's okay, because I didn't even bring it up with them, because I was so worried about their finances. Yeah, it's it's about, you know, communicating with them, because maybe you could have cut something out, just that you could do the one thing that you really actually wanted to do. Yeah, exactly. And, like, again, like, I know everyone has a different situation, and it's not always the same, Um, but, you know, if there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Yeah. This is not a a lesson that I've learned well I guess in a way it is but it's more so something that I'm really grateful for and appreciative of (laughs) I cannot pronounce that word um and that's having done after school activities Mm. so I am really glad that I tried as many sports as I could I wasn't the best I wasn't the star athlete but I tried it and I'm really glad I did um it kept me busy. I, although I got along with a lot of students, I realized that I didn't have a lot of after school connections with friends. Um, like I, I had my few friends here and there, but I wanted to live a life sort of like 
you see on TV or at the school, you would call someone or like spend time with someone. And it wasn't like that. So um, I didn't really have a social life. That's what I'm trying to say. I didn't really have a social life after uh, school. So what I did um, was to keep me busy was join after school curriculars. And I did anything and everything, mostly um, community service hours. So I can get them done. And I took that seriously. <laughs> um, I, but I'm really glad I did. It exposed me to a lot of sports, um, to... I made some really good connections, maybe not best friends, but I know people because of those uh, sports that I had joined. Um, I even joined like a knitting club. So that was a lot of fun. It taught me how to knit. And then those little patches that we knitted uh, as a group, uh, they were all combined and turned into a blanket. And then our, our uh, facilitator, our um, program advisor, she would then take that blanket and, and, send them to hospitals like you know like wow. that was really sweet I did dance class which is where I met you um I really I I am really proud of myself for seeing something and trying it mm. and that's something that I want to you know preach the world just if just just do it give it a try you might not be the best but at least you tried um, marching band. Oh my gosh, mm. marching band was my life in high school. I loved it. it. It was fulfilling to me, and I made some strong friendships through marching band. Yeah. So another bonus advice, since we both <laughs> completed our list already, yeah. <laughs> um, was just to keep an open mind. I really had to learn a lot in college about so many different things that are going on outside of my little bubble, yeah. outside of my little Catholic high school bubble. Um, and I really wish I had just kept an open mind when I was in high school because I felt like when I graduated and I went to college, I just looked so ignorant. Mm. So for anyone out there, there's a whole world for you to see and for you to learn about. So just keep an open mind. Yeah, I know. I, um, I share a similar experience um, when I went to a Catholic university and I met some girls that, you know, grew up with divorced parents. That's something that I wasn't exposed to as much growing up um, because, oh, everyone in my family has stayed with their partner. So I was judgmental Mm -hmm. and I am ashamed of myself for having uh, to think that way. But then, you know, with time... And with, you know, hearing their story, you, you become compassionate and open-minded. And then you think, oh, okay, um, whatever experience they had growing up, that's not a reflection of who they are now. And whatever I, experience I went through is not a reflection of who I am. Yes. It's just we were close-minded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, how come I didn't have these talks with my parents about like the outside world basically of my little bubble but that was also my own fault because I feel like I mean in my experience when I was a teenager I felt like I was always pushing my parents away mm. so I didn't really have these talks oh about them. yeah now we're getting to the degree <laughs> but now I'm getting no to self <laughs> no to teenage self don't push your parents away yeah especially if you if you could just sense that they have some wise words yeah no definitely if I had only opened up to my parents when I was in high school mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't 
have been as ignorant. Like, for real. There are so many things, like, honestly, especially, you know, growing up in a Catholic environment, they just have a lot of rules. And, yeah, I mean... And it, I think it depends on the parents. Right, so, right, yeah, right, right, exactly. I know with my parents, although we grew up with um, as conservative Catholics, they were very open-minded mm-hmm. and they are very gentle um, with, you know, things that go on with worldly things. Mm-hmm. But they're... They, I've been taught to just think of things, uh, just to be, um, um, what's that word? Empathetic? And, yes, but also, it's the big word that we use, intentional. Okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is It is hard, because in high school, you're also going through a lot, you know? <laughs> yeah, and all like, your hormones are going haywire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're, like, raging. Yeah. <laughs> and your parents are probably not the first people you want to talk to. No. Yeah, no. exactly. But, mm-hmm. you know... Trust me, you are going to value your parents and your grandparents and your family when you get older. So just do it while you're young. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Yeah, I agree. Keep an open mind and an open heart. And if you can find someone that's older to talk to that you can find in and feel comfortable with, then listen to their perspectives and their wisdom. So that is it for our final episode of Catching Up with J&K Season 1. Oh my gosh. I, I can't believe it. We did it. I know. <laughs> this was a long time coming. Mm-hmm. So thank you all for listening in, staying with us for this entire journey. Thank you for your support. And we hope to uh, have you all tune in if we ever do a Season 2. Yeah, exactly. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye.